This is Gordon Vernick with Jazz Insights. Today is the final installment of my series on the great saxophonist Stan Getz. In 1964, he had to hire a new pianist, and uh, he couldn't find a pianist that he was happy with, and someone recommended a very young vibraphonist to him. The vibraphonist's name is Gary Burton, who is still with us today, and um, he really revolutionized um, jazz vibraphones by um, using a four-mallet technique, which, which previous to him, uh, the vibraphonist would basically use two mallets and play melodies. But from what I understand, the first couple of weeks that... Um, Gary Burton was playing with Getz. Um, they didn't get along very well. Um, Stan was used to hearing the sound of the piano. The vibraphone is very different, and it took a couple of weeks until they were able to kind of find a, a common ground for musical communication. And once they found it, the recordings they made from 1964 and 65 are, are fabulous. We're going to um, focus right now on a live recording um, from 1964 that was done at Carnegie Hall. The way the microphone was placed on Stan saxophone, you can actually hear the keys flapping, in other words, opening and closing, and hear him breathing, and you really get the sense that you're, you're right there with the saxophone, and you can hear every Stan Getz-ism from these little, like, fluttering, I call them the hummingbird sound, that he'll, he'll um, trill between two notes. It's a magnificent recording. Uh, the improvisation he plays is as good as the original melody, which is a classic. So we're going to check out Stan Getz's version, 1964, with the great vibraphonist Gary Burton, a live recording of Here's That Rainy Day. From that same live uh, recording, we're going to check out a little bit of Stan's blues. You have to remember that Lester Young was his idol, and as often as he could, he paid homage to um, to Lester Young and also Charlie Parker and all the greats that, that came before him. Um, but we're going to listen to a little stop time solo, which is very much in the style of how Lester Young might have played this. Stan's blues. Check out this little solo. Thank you. 
Getz's career is, is so interesting in that he is consistently not really reinventing himself, but surrounding himself with different groups of musicians that really force him to, you know, keep up with the uh, the changes in jazz. Getz's playing itself doesn't really change radically, but he is able to adopt to younger musicians whose music is being influenced by the new changes in jazz. And this is going to bring us to um, his group from 1967, which is which was a marvelous group, and it featured a young pianist not really well known by the name of Chick Corea. This is you know Chick Corea before Return to Forever, before he um, made Now He Sings, Now He Saws, before his time with uh, Miles Davis. This record made in 1967 was called Sweet Rain, which features um, a number of Chick Corea's compositions. And uh, because Chick Corea is a, is, a, is a more modern style pianist, he's not really playing in that Bud Powell bop style. There's more of an influence of, say, um, Bill Evans, McCoy Tyner, and some Herbie Hancock, more of a kind of a chordal modal style, which is forces gets to change the way he's playing. He can't play swing or bebop style because the songs are constructed differently, so it forces him to alter the way he plays, and he does it with, with incredible ease, and, and it's just it seems so natural. So we're going to start with a track called Windows. This is an original composition by Chick Corea. He writes rather long compositions with um, have many different sections, could have different styles of playing, interesting harmony, very, very different from your, your typical jazz standard. Um, in some senses, there's the modal parts of it. So it's, it's very much in the time of 1967. So we're going to listen to the melody, which is just a wonderful melody, and then check out the way Stan plays it in his own inimitable way. Windows from the album Sweet Rain, 1967. This particular group, um, it, as good as it was, um, you know, the guys play really long solos. So the song itself is quite long, and Getz plays three choruses, and then Chick plays um, a couple of choruses. And when you're listening to this record, you know, check out the way Chick Corea accompanies him. He has kind of a percussive style of playing, and the way he voices his chords is really became his trademark. So this is a very different style of group that um, Stan is playing with. Getz plays a number of choruses. We're going to pick this up on his third chorus of the song, Windows. I think this is probably one of the most interesting of the choruses he plays on this song.
you can hear that this is a different approach for Getz. Um, the songs are not bebop in orientation, and those kinds of lines that he played in the 1950s don't work on a song like this. And he changes his style of playing, and, and he does it so well. He plays in a high register, he does these trills, he does almost things that you might hear from a, a John Coltrane, but he does it in the Getz style. Um, again, constantly you know, changing his approach to playing to match the musicians he's playing with and, and what's required in terms of soloing of these, these new kinds of compositions. From the same record is one of my all-time favorite recordings of a Dizzy Gillespie composition, Con Alma. Um, this is a, a wonderful recording and uh, gets his uh, back to his like kind of 1950s sound, but he plays a magnificent solo. And again, pay attention to the way Chick Corea accompanies him in just giving him just the right amount of harmonic information, not playing too much, not too little, just gently prodding him. And of course, the whole quartet is just fabulous. So let's check out Con Alma from 1967 from the Sweet Rain album. This particular um, quartet stayed together through 1968. Chick left to join Miles Davis's group, and then, of course, um, they, they still made records together, uh, Chick and Stan, through the late 60s into the early 70s. Um, some wonderful recordings, and then Chick said, I want to I wanna leave because I want to form a group called Return to Forever, and of course, the rest is history. But it always seemed that Stan was able to find incredibly talented young musicians and keep them for a certain period of time, and then they would go on to really establish their careers as really important musicians. This is a almost a, a reoccurring theme throughout uh, Stan Getz's career. Getz consistently reinvented himself by, again, surrounding himself with, with good musicians, and his career went on through the 1990s. Um, he made some amazing recordings with the great pianist Kenny Barron, and uh, again, some of those, those recordings are some of his best, but I really want to just stop at this point. Um, we could have gone for uh, maybe 10 or 12 shows, but if you like what you hear so far, you can continue to um, follow his career through the 70s, 80s, into the early 90s with some amazing recordings. We're going to close the show with the title track from Sweet Rain, a gorgeous ballad, Stan Getz, 1967.
This has been Jazz Insights with Dr. Gordon Vernick. Visit me on the web at gordonvernick.com. Jazz Insights is produced by WMLB AM 1690, the voice of the arts in Atlanta, Georgia.